By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're tuning into another episode of 20 Tim Minutes. I am your host, Tim McCarthy. Today is episode 93. Is that right? You've been following along? Because I haven't. Go to 20timminutes.com to learn more about me and the podcast. It's a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. I have merch for sale. You can go to 20timminutes.com again, click on shop. Buy some hats. I got winter beanies ready for winter, ready for fall. You know the deal. Ellison Daz is going to be on the podcast this week. She is from the Blue is Beautiful podcast. Hilarious human. Uh, We talk about her courses that she gives. We talk about depression, anxiety, all that fun stuff. You know what I mean? Um, I keep petting my mustache because it's getting out of control and I don't know what to do. I have a wedding this weekend, so I need to clean up. Shout out to Will, my buddy, who's uh, I'm in his wedding and I can't wait to cut a rug. I get down on the dance floor, but I digress. Ellison Daz is a peach. She is sweet and I think you'll enjoy the interview, but there's always a but. This is the second interview I fucked up on with the microphone. So it comes through my laptop. She sounds great. She looks great on the YouTube as well. Beautiful human. And um, yeah, so I apologize for that. There's no more mix-ups because I figured out what the problem was and I uh, found out I'm a fucking idiot. So that's the, uh, and I think the thing was unplugged. Um, but man, I got to be better at that. It really bummed me out because the Amy Morin episode was really good. And I feel like I, I dumbed it down with that shitty quality. And uh, hopefully I don't do that with Ellison Dow. So please stick around and uh, watch and listen to those interviews. A little bit about me now. Um, I got a new tattoo again. If you know The Simpsons, I got the monkey paw from Treehouse of Horror, number two. And uh, turkey's a little dry. If you get that reference, you know what my tattoo means. But uh, yeah, I went to the Boston Tattoo Convention with Jacqueline and we both got tattoos. People are funny with tattoos. You get like the different crowds of people that are just like head to toe tatted out that don't want to talk about their tattoos. Then there's the people with like three tattoos and they love showing them off and talking about them. I don't like talking about my tattoos, really, unless uh, unless someone just points them out. Like, I actually do like talking about it. I don't know what I'm talking about because I have some funny tattoos. Like, my zebra cake won me a t-shirt. I have the buffalo chicken. I have my koala bear. So, I don't mind it. I, I guess I just don't like talking about other people's tattoos unless they really pop out at me. If I see something like a Power Ranger or something like that. Um, I don't know why I just thought Power Ranger. I do have a Power Ranger in my room, the Red Ranger, Jason. People don't know this. The Black Power Ranger... Um, he had four fingers. Go back and watch the original episodes. Black Power Ranger, four fingers. Um, Zach. Zach is his name. It's not the actual Power Ranger. It's when he's a kid. He's got four finger, four finger discount. Um, I also went to a fundraiser for an old buddy that passed, firefighter, um, veteran, and we had a bago tournament. Okay. Me and Duff went there ready to win. Top five, dead or alive. That's what we are. And I go to this this thing, and there's a guy there stretching beforehand, opens up his backpack, has like five different types of bags with him. This guy brought his own bags to the bago tournament or cornhole. People people call it cornhole. I call it bago. For the sake of my own show, I'm calling it bago. And uh, that guy won, and everyone was pretty – the crowd turned on him real quick when he got to the finals because he – 
Like, yeah, we all have bags, but that guy knew how to throw them. Like, th those are his bags. Like, that's like LeBron James showing up to, like, the court with his own basketball. It's like, come on. Yeah, I, I don't want to compare that guy to LeBron James. You know what I'm saying, though, right? I also want a scratch ticket board or uh, scratch-offs, as some people say, or scratchies. I only won 70 bucks, but that's 70 bucks that I got to put towards my tattoo. Shout out to uh, my guy from L.A. that uh, did my tattoo. Uh, off the top of my head, I forget his name, but he was a great guy. So Boston Tattoo Convention was a success. I got my tattoos. And uh, yeah, that's uh, the update about me and my life. Trying to think if there's anything else. I got some cool stickers that I got. Liars and thieves are enemies to me. That's a cool little sticker. And uh, people listen to this. are like, what the fuck are you talking about? But here I am. I wanted to talk about health insurance and scams. I found these facts out about health insurance. I think health insurance is a scam. I know Canada has free health insurance, but I, I also hear that it's like a fucking mess. Like if you want to go to the hospital, it's like a long ass wait. And I can see why that's the case. But I'm going to be talking about Americans and their healthcare system. If you're not from the Americas, I would love to hear about yours and see what is different or how hard it is or, or whatnot. But th these are some facts I came across about health insurance in the United States. Over the last decade, okay, 10 years is a decade, the number of Americans without health insurance has risen from about 38 million to 52 million. That is fucking absurd. And like people can't afford it. People don't have jobs that, that have health insurance. Like people have part-time jobs or multiple part-time jobs just to get by. Medical bills are a major factor in more than 60% of personal bankruptcies in the United States. That's half. That's half. More than half. 10% more than half. Profits at U.S. health insurance companies increased by 56% during 2009. I can only imagine what the fuck it is now. Blue Shield of California plans to raise rates on average of 30 to 35%, and some individual policyholders could see their health insurance premium rise by a whopping 59% this year alone. Man, co-pays and everything. Like I get a I have really good health insurance and I'm fortunate for that. But man, like paying for pills and paying for like help, I can it's 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 awful. And there's other resources out there I'll get to that you can go out and try to find, but this ain't it's not easy being alive. I think that's why a lot of people are depressed and end up committing suicide or suicided. Um but it's just like insane. And uh this one blew my mind. C sections. If you don't know what a C section is, you you don't have a female friend. Uh, they are on the rise because vaginal delivery costs approximately $6,000, while a C-section costs about $9,000. I didn't know that. I thought you could just have babies for free. That's why people are just popping them out all the time. I didn't know there was an actual bill. Um, between 2000 and 2006, wages in the U.S. increased by 3.8%, but healthcare premiums increased by 87%. That's, uh, I'm not a math guy, but those are two different numbers that aren't similar. Um, yeah. And then a lot of money goes into the marketing of it all. Like the pill commercials. It's like, you got ED buy this pill. And it's like, I like all the pills that always say like, don't op operate heavy machinery, which we all think is like a forklift, but it's actually a vehicle or like may cause diarrhea or may cause sleepiness, drowsiness. All those pills are the same. I think they can just throw, throw anything on it. They can literally say anything on it and just be like, they're just calling it safe. Um, according to the CDC, approximately three quarters of a million people a year are rushed to emergency rooms in the U S because of adverse reactions to pharmaceutical drugs. 
And then there's recalls on drugs as well. It's like, do we get a refund on that? Like if I'm getting a pill that's supposed to help me and then there's like a recall, like, oh, by the way, this is uh, causing way too much diarrhea, dysentery. Um, what the fuck? Giving you seizures. Like this is what drives me nuts about the mental health care system. And then don't even get the mental health pot in uh, mental care. What? What the fuck am I saying? So get this, right? A gunshot wound to the head, chest, or abdomen will cost you $13,000 at hospital the moment the victim comes to the door. And then there are significant additional charges depending on how that bad of a wound is. $13,000 for getting shot. You better sue the fuck out of that guy. It is estimated that hospitals overcharge Americans about $10 billion every single year. That's insane to me. And I can... I feel for the people that don't have health insurance or doesn't have great health insurance. And it's like, those people aren't healthy because they can't get the help they need. And it's like, don't even like, you got to think of the dentist. You got to think of eye exams like that on top of that with your health insurance. It usually comes with it. But again, I'm very fortunate enough to have health insurance. And um, there are scams out there as well, which I wanted to get over a lot of, uh, and those get spiked over during open enrollment when you're up for a new renewal or if you want to change uh change insurance companies but um here are some quick ones and don't fall for it if they call you just fuck with them on the phone that's what i do i'm like yeah hold on a second and just never come back uh scammers say they're from the government and need money or your personal information that's an obvious scam don't give anybody your information over the phone i don't care who it is scammers say you need to pay a fee for a new medicare card or you'll lose your medicare coverage also a scam just don't believe anybody that calls you on the phone that's what i do you call me don't believe it don't even care if it's my mom. Don't know if it's my mom or not. Could be anybody. Um, scammers try to sell you a fake medical discount plan. Discount plans aren't really a thing. Uh, scammers want your sensitive personal information in exchange for a price quote. A lot of these probably trick the elderly, and I can see why. There's just like a lot of like people that know how to like swindle you. I got fucking bamboozled at the tattoo convention. Some some guy, I don't even know how to explain it. He had these like heat packs where you snap them and they turn into like they took they turn warm and you put them like on your knees or your back. And it was really good. And the guy just tried to kept selling me and then he kept on like going down on prices and I have a bad knee so I told him that and he's like, "Oh, what about the knee pack?" And I'm like, "Oh my god." So like he was selling them like you buy two you get two free at like 200 bucks but then he was like okay you just pay 100 and you get these two but then he was trying to sell me that massage gun for like 500 bucks and then he went down to 250 i'm like dude you, like like you just scam like idiots and i i talked like i inadvertently talked them down and i just can't pass up a good deal but the things that like they work and they're very nice but the one thing i don't like about it is i have to boil them after they're done Turn them into liquid, make sure they go back to room temp, then I can use it again. That is a huge hassle. I don't like extra steps. So yeah, I get I got I get bamboozled easily. Um that's why I gotta bring somebody to me with me when I go buy a car, because I, I I fold like a beach chair. I don't do well in competitions either. Every jujitsu competition I went in, my mental like capacity was just at full panic mode. Um, which is funny enough, I'm going to go over panic attacks and anxiety attacks and what the difference are. But first, um, if you need help, go to uh, healthcare.gov so you can compare and contrast different insurances that might work for you. Shop around. Don't pick up the first thing. It's like finding a therapist. Don't go right with them right away. Take your time. It's about you. It's about you and your mental health, you and your physical health, you and your health of health. Don't know what that means. 
A lot of people get panic attacks and anxiety attacks. And by a lot of people, I don't know if anybody does. Panic attacks come out rapidly without any warning. Uh, anxiety attacks gradually builds intensity over time. Specific triggers or clear circumstances. I don't think I've ever had a panic attack. Um, I'm going to go over the following symptoms with it. Um, maybe I have. We'll find out. Then I'll get into anxiety attacks. Again, panic attacks comes out rapidly without any warning, no cause. It can just happen to you. And some of the symptoms are feeling dizzy, excessive sweating, heart populations, trembling, nausea, feeling of choking, numbness, chills, fear of dying, which is a one of mine, feeling dizzy, lightheaded, or faint, feeling detached from reality or oneself. That's another one for me. Fear of losing control or going crazy. That's another one for me. Um, so I don't have panic attacks because there's only three of them that I deal with. Fear of dying, it's been happening more and more, especially when I see videos of just people getting killed randomly. And then all these fucking true crime podcasts and Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix series. I can't watch those or deal with them. Everyone's watching Dahmer. Dahmer. He dies in the end. Sorry to spoil it, but he's dead. He got murked by somebody in jail. I found out a lifetime sentence isn't really a lifetime. It's like... Is it like 15, 25 years? That's why there's like multiple. I don't know if this is right. Again, I'm not a smart man and, I, and I, I'm smart enough to know I'm not a smart man. But I don't think a life sentence is actually a life sentence because you got to think about it. Like if you're 90 years old, like a life sentence is like a day. So I think they just give those to anybody. But I guess a life is just 25 years. I don't know. 25 to life. Someone fact checked that for me because I, I brought it up earlier and I didn't finish checking it. I may be, I may have a learning disability. I don't know. Uh, anxiety attacks. I've definitely had these muscle tension, sleep disturbances, dizziness, shortness of breath, restlessness, irritability, mind going blank, concentration difficulties. I've had all of those in approximately two hours one time. Um, so panic attacks and anxiety attacks are very different. Um, at least you can kind of get a sense of like which one you're having with those symptoms. So obviously, if you have those symptoms, definitely talk to a healthcare provider or a professional to seek help. Um, I feel for people that have panic attacks. I've never seen one in the wild, but I can only imagine what it's like. Um, anxiety attacks, also not fun. Um, your boy deals with them. Um, I can't remember the last time I had anxiety. I think I have, I, I have anxiety doing things by myself, and I talked about this today. I wanted to go candle pin bowling by myself today. I don't know if you know what candle pin bowling is, but it's like the skinny pins. And I just felt weird because I was going to go by myself and I have like wicked bad anxiety of doing things by myself. And I feel very like uh, awkward. I feel like everyone's staring at me. Um, but I get anxious like doing things like even walking into someone's house that I know. <clears throat> you know what I mean? It's like, hey, can you meet me outside? Hey, meet us at the bar. I'm like, no, can you meet me outside? I just like the whole like walking in somewhere and like looking for somebody. I hate that. I hate that so much. Um but I'm pretty self-aware of that. Um, let's talk about self-awareness. That's a great segue. Um, I'm probably not going to get into all of it because uh, we only got about five minutes left and I have a shit ton of notes. Um, so self-awareness is uh, just being self-aware of yourself. It involves our precipita <laughs> precipitation. It involves our perception of different aspects of ourself, including traits, behaviors, and feelings. Essentially, it is a psychological state in which oneself becomes the focus of attention. I love attention, especially when I focus on myself. I do love, love attention. I love making people laugh. Um, I'm a very uh, oxymoron uh, person with mental illnesses. 
Like I, I, I don't like talking to people and I do, uh, I get anxious around people, but then I also like being the center of attention. I don't know. Like I am the most prototypical bipolar person that like, if someone knew what, bi- didn't know what bipolar was, like my favorite color is gray. Um, I'm a very hypocritical person in my own life. <laughs> like, uh, I just go back and forth black and white all the time. So like the big picture of people that don't know bipolar, I think I'm like the definition of that. People aren't born self-aware. The researchers applied a red dot to an infant's nose and then held up the child to a mirror, right? Children who recognize themselves in the mirror would reach for their own noses rather than the reflection in the mirror. So that's a great test to see if your kid is uh, is self-aware or not. Um, It indicated uh, that they had at least some level of self-awareness. About 25% of infants between 15 and 18 months reach for their own noses, while about 70% of those between 21 and 24 months did so. Um, but what about the ones that just didn't do anything? Are they psychotic where they don't reach for it or like touch themselves? They just stare blankly and don't blink. There's like, is it litmus or litmus test? I don't know the difference, but, uh, one of them's real. One of them's not, but I guess there's one where you give a kid like something that is like a prized possession of yours. And you talk about it like for weeks on end, like I love this thing, blah, 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 but it's already broken. And the kid doesn't know that. So you give it to the kid and it breaks and you see what their reaction is. And if they get sad, that's like, they're very empathetic. And if they don't, then they might be a psychopath. It's like the slender man kids, like that girl, like if you don't know the slender man, it's like this like folk tale or whatever of this slender man. And these two little girls like attacked another friend and like try to stab her to death. And she survived. And that girl didn't cry during Bambi. And that was a big red flag. So if you know a kid that didn't cry through Bambi, might want to go check them out. Might want to put a red dot in their nose. Uh, researchers have proposed that an area of the brain known as the anterior cingulate cortex, how the fuck do I know how to pronounce that? Located in the frontal lobe region, plays an important role in developing self-awareness. Studies have also used brain imaging to show that this region becomes activated in adults who are self-aware. I think I'm very self-aware, but maybe I'm so unself-aware that I'm not self-aware. You know what I'm saying? I think I know. I, there's not many things you can tell me that I don't already know about myself, which I, I'm pretty proud of. But there's two self-awarenesses. There's public and there's private. Public, this type emerges when people are aware of how they appear to others. Public self-awareness often emerges in situations when people are the center of attention, like your boy. This type of self-awareness often compels people to adhere to social norms when... We are aware that we are watched and evaluated. We often try to behave in in ways that's socially acceptable and desirable. Me yet trying to go to Target and looking down at my fly to make sure it's not down. Public self-awareness can also lead to evaluation anxiety in which people become distressed, anxious, or worried about how they are perceived by others. I am very self-aware and I'm proud of it. You may experience public self-awareness in the workplace when you're giving a big presentation or you may experience it when you're telling a story to a group of friends. I'm that guy that I try to tell uh, a story in front of friends when everyone's talking and no one listens and no one reacts to it. I'm that guy. My stories suck. Um, Private self-awareness, this type happens when people are aware of some aspects of themselves, but only in a private way. For example, seeing your face in the mirror is a type of private self-awareness, which I've done. Anyone else stare in front of the mirror for a little bit? Not even like like an ego way. You just like stare there. You're like, dude, I'm a fucking human being. Like, this is weird. How do we do it? You've never seen what yourself looks like for real. You've only seen a reflection of yourself. Mind blown. Did you know that? You'll never see what you you really look like. Only a reflection. That's poetry.
Um, feeling your stomach lurch when you realize you forgot to study for an important test or feeling your heart flutter when you see someone you are attracted to are examples of private self-awareness. Um, I'm going to talk about self-consciousness next week, um, which is like goes with self-awareness, but I'm going to finish with um, some things you can help. Uh, meditating is a good one. Um, I don't meditate, so I can't say that it works for me. Um, but the, doing that makes you realize stuff about yourself. Like you can be sitting there and rubbing your jaw or like clenching your teeth. And you're like, oh, I clench my teeth. Those are little things. They're not big things. They don't have to be big. It's about the little things in life. I grind my teeth all the time. Pretty self-aware about it. I now know that I talk out of the side of my mouth and not many people told me about it. Pretty self-aware about it now. I have a weird smile. One side doesn't go all the way. Uh, journaling uh, is a practice of self-reflection that can help you notice uh, the ways in which you tend to think and behave uh, and even which areas in your life you may wish to improve. Uh, it can be therapeutic for most, uh, not for me. I don't do that. Talk therapy is something that I do. During therapy, such as CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, a therapist works with you to address negative thought patterns or behaviors, which I've been doing um, a lot. I'll get into that next week, which is my Dr. Strange theory. Um, by understanding the underlying cause of your negative thoughts, for instance, you're in more adventure, ad, adventurous, I don't know what that word is, position to change and uh, use coping mechanisms that are healthy. And then there's develop. Development, emotional intelligence, self-awareness, and EQ go hand in hand. EQ refers to a person's ability to perceive their own emotions as well as the emotions of other people. Kind of like empathy. Someone with high EQ is able to effectively respond to emotions with empathy and compassion. Look at that. Your boy got it right. Of course, no one is perfect. And EQ is a skill like any other. But by learning to express your own emotions in a healthy way and practicing active listening in your relationships, you're contributing to the expansion of your own self-awareness as well. So pretty much don't be a piece of shit. Um, and you'll help yourself out. Three things I'm grateful for today. Good weather. It's almost gone. Winter blues hit me hard. I'm enjoying this weather while I can. I like fall. I don't love it. I like it. I love the summer. Hate the winter. Spring, I kind of like. Um, my body... It's a wonderland. I'm getting a little bit overweight again. I went down 10 pounds and now I'm back up 12. Don't know how I did that. Um, but I'm very happy that I'm like uh, in a healthy way that I'm still going. And then my meds. I've been, uh, people have been asking me how I'm doing. I think about it. I'm like, I've been doing real good. My meds have been on point. Sometimes when I get a refill, I still have some left over and I've been pretty good about them every day. So I'm like, what days have I not been taking them? I think it's on my days off because I, that's when I don't really have structure in my life. Um, but yeah, guys, I appreciate you checking out another episode of 2010 minutes. I hope you had as fun, much fun as I did, um, with me stuttering over my own words. I love you guys so much. Thank you. And have a good one. And we're clear. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.